Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And I had meant to cover this in my daily financial news, but that had already run about 10 or 11 minutes. And I just felt I needed to cover this topic before we jump in a six hour car ride. And I need to hit it again. Uh, Wells Fargo canceling their credit lines and you know, a lot of channels jumped on it. And I must have been sent now 20 or 25 YouTube videos from other content creators basically saying Wells Fargo is the canary in the coal mine. They ha are you know, causing a housing crash. Uh, they popped the credit bubble, all of these things. So I watched three or four of them yesterday and basically they're wrong. I appreciate where they're coming from. One of the channels that I was sent the most uh, is from a content creator who, uh, like me, was investing before the last crash. Uh, in this case, the individual, I think they had like 18 homes or 14 homes or something like that. They sold. Uh, they talk about going to their bank and you know, writing a 100K you know, check so they, they wouldn't get their credit line called, all of those things. Um, so I think there's a couple of things that I just need to remind you because uh, I disagree. I, don't, I think Wells Fargo is an anomaly, and we're going to talk about that again. But a couple of things. Again, I've been looking at this for 30 years. I was in the thick of it last time. Uh, and then first and foremost, when you think about conservative banks, let's just say Wells Fargo does not jump to the top of that list. Think about last year. Was it April? What happened in April? Well, the most conservative bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, basically came out and said, we are not lending anymore. We don't know what's going on. Right? There was a time where even if you had an 800 credit score, it was very likely you could not get a loan from J.P. Morgan. Right? That is an example of a conservative bank. Wells Fargo is not an example of that. Wells Fargo is or at least was such an aggressive bank uh, and they had um, ill-advised business practices that the government came in and put some pretty steep checks and balances. And one of them that they put on Wells Fargo and Wells Fargo specifically is they capped the size of Wells Fargo's balance sheet. That is important. Wells Fargo's balance sheet is capped. So if you don't know, what happens when Wells Fargo issues a credit line? Let's say they send out a hundred or, a, you know, let's say they give you and I a credit line for a hundred grand. Credit lines are those things you can have access to, but you don't have to use. Those are the worst things for a bank with a balance sheet that is capped. Why? Well, if they gave you and I a credit line for a hundred grand, Wells Fargo would have to recognize $200,000 on their balance sheet. It's a loan. They have to recognize the whole thing, even if it's not used. If you and I don't use it, they get zero interest. Wells Fargo is in the bank in the business of making loans. So, a credit line is like the worst thing for Wells Fargo today because they have to take the increased balance sheet and get zero revenue. 
we just saw J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs today report blowout numbers. We ha we'll have Morgan Stanley, Citigroup, and yes, even Wells Fargo report the next couple of days. This closure of credit lines by Wells Fargo, people are trying to look for the same things as last time. Last time when credit lines got pulled, it was a sign that things were getting worse. Again, I want to remind you that last time when Wells Fargo started pulling credit lines, it was 2010 or 11. The crash had already been underway for a year or 18 months. Wells Fargo is not conservative. JP Morgan is. If you want to look for things in the credit market that could be a problem, I suggest you actually look what China did two days ago. China, out of nowhere, dropped their reserve requirements for their banks. That is interesting. That is interesting on lots of levels because, again, what we are meant to believe is that China came out of this crisis first, which meant they had the explosion in consumer or revenge spending, as it has been called, first. And now the sugar high is wearing off. That is interesting. If China is telling us that, hey, in a year or nine months, the consumer is going to be all spent out, and then what happens? That could be something that is interesting. I actually think China's lending market is really, really bad. I believe they have too many loans to too many zombie companies. I believe China could be a black swan in the lending market. Think about how many treasuries they own. Think about how, how much of that they have out there. If China's banking system cracks, do we feel it over here? Probably. So again, these people trying to scare you and say that Wells Fargo is suddenly the most conservative bank because they pulled credit lines first, they don't understand accounting 101. Again, Wells Fargo was such a bad actor that their balance sheet has been capped. Every credit line goes out for the full amount right on their balance sheet. And credit lines do not earn interest unless used. They are the poorest use of Wells Fargo credit or Wells Fargo's balance sheet. Wells Fargo should cancel the program. They're not earning any interest for their shareholders by having those out there. So hopefully that makes sense. I really do believe the thing we should watch if you really want to look for a black swan and they're always hard to find, hence the name, it's China's banking system. Their drop in the reserve requirements has got me thinking, hmm, maybe the economy won't be as strong as people say it will be in a year. Maybe the consumers shopped out. I don't know. So hopefully that makes sense. Don't let content creators who have a decent story confuse you. Wells Fargo is an anomaly. They are a bad actor that got caught. Now they are being hamstrung, limited size, growth, all of those things. Take care of yourself. We're going to go get on the road. Bye.